everybody. Welcome to the Threecast. I'm your host, Matthew Wilber. I'm joined by Vince Boy. What's up? Uh, Ricky is not here, even though we explicitly did a 10 o'clock show for him. I'm not sure. It's really very confusing. Our, our schedule has not been very good lately. The fall is always the hardest for us because Vince is off doing his professorial thing. Yeah. And Ricky has uh, like 12 kids now or something. I don't know. I'm not exactly <laughs> sure. He's um, collecting on like Angelina Jolie, like Angelina Jolie, man. Right. <laughs> and, and, and he's got to make sure they're all wearing their name tags so he can remember their names. Um, <laughs> anyway, so uh, this is the three cast. We review things, TV shows, movies, uh, comic books. We've just recently did a comic book uh, hush, which was good. Um, or I mean, by recently, I mean we did it in September. That's how long ago it's been since our last episode. Um, wow. Anyway, so today we're going to be reviewing the movie Frozen. Now. This is not a recent movie. This is, came out in 2013 already. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. Um, this is actually Ricky's choice, but he's not here, so we can just um, we can just hypothesize about why he chose this movie now. Um, but the, Vince, you're always better at summaries, why don't you? I mean, everybody's seen Frozen, right? I mean – You know what? Least, yeah. I, I mean the thing is with Frozen, I didn't watch it until I think uh, two years after it came out, which is which is rather unfortunate. Um, I missed out on the whole bandwagon thing. But uh, really quickly, Frozen's uh, the story of two sisters, um, Elsa and Anna. Elsa happens to be uh, – I should preface this with that. It's based on very, very thinly uh, the uh, Hans Christian Andersen's Ice Queen story. Uh, but it turns for a little better. I mean – Whereas the Ice Queen story is more about a malevolent uh, kind of cold-hearted uh, sorceress, uh, what we have is Elsa is one of the two daughters of a family, a royal family, um, and Arendelle, or is it Arendelle? Yeah, Arendelle um, is, so, yeah. is, is, the, is the little small country, and it's kind of pretty much Norway with a different name. And the royal family, unfortunately, after having the children, they just uh, they they die, and the, the two girls are left on their own. But prior to the parents dying, uh, basically, it's revealed that Elsa, the older of the two daughters, happens to have these uh, ice powers to basically conjure up uh, snow, ice, and sub-zero climates. And um, basically, Anna just is a good regular kid, right? So um, when the parents are dead, uh, the two daughters, they kind of um, live in isolation from each other because uh, Anna feels uh, on some level, uh, well, pretty much like she's got to be autonomous because she's worried about hurting other people because of uh, the fact that when the two girls are playing, uh, that sets the whole entire framework for why there's isolation, why Anna feels, even though she's got a good heart, she feels like she's always being ignored. Um, so long story short, uh, they, they get um, a situation where Elsa becomes coronated as, as queen, and uh, obviously uh, there's, there's a big ball, and Anna, Anna happens to uh, come across not one but two suitors. Uh, one of the suitors is Prince Hans from the Isles. I can't remember which one. Um, yeah. And basically, they hit it off really well. She wants to again keep in mind she's been isolated in her own house for, a while, for in the castle for a while. And basically, Hans proposes to her. And um, at that point in time, uh, nefarious powers want to also uh, make overtures to Arendelle. So inadvertently uh, Elsa reveals that she has ice powers she freaks out she goes into hiding uh, Anna goes out to try to look for her and um, they uh, they meet a no nice uh, Norwegian lumberjack or ice uh, farmer whatever you want to call it and uh, right. uh, hilarity ensues um, 
Talking Snowman, uh, Big Snowman, Ice Castle, uh, Let It Go, and um, uh, Trolls Made of Rocks, and um, basically Reversion. Oh, Hans is a bad guy, and um, basically True Love is uh, the sisters' love for each other. Anna basically puts herself at risk to save Elsa, and um, basically at the end of the day, everyone turns out okay. Uh, Anna is basically the one that saves Elsa's life, and uh, that's the end of the story. Everyone's happy. Yeah, it's a Disney movie, which is really we, you know. I gotta say though, um, like I think let's let's cover this this thing right off the bat. Did you think that Hans was the bad guy? No, no. When I first watched this, I was positive it was the little weird dude that did the chicken dance. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The the the, 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 the um uh, oh. yeah uh, uh, Weasel Town Weasel Weasel Town yeah Weasel Town yeah. Because yeah. when you first – I think that's what they wanted you to think is that he's the bad guy, right? Well, he technically yeah. still is. He's just a secondary bad guy, right? Right. He, so he supports the bad guy. He's, he ends up being a minion yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Well, I don't think he's yeah, actually aware of the ulterior motive. I think he's just trying to look at his own self-interest, right? Like I don't think yeah. I don't think that, that Duke, um, the Weaselton guy, uh, he just wants to kind of encroach trade with, um, with Arendelle, right? Probably. It, it could, but like I said, when you, you know, he comes in, you know, he just seems like the villain, but he's, yes. I mean, Hans came out of almost literally nowhere. I mean, there was yeah. no, I don't think there was any foreshadowing that he was the bad guy at all. Um, yeah. You know, and just and all, I, all of a sudden when, when he has her, has Anna locked in the room there and he, she's begging or whatever, that's when he reveals himself. Yeah. That's like the first you hear of him being the bad dude. Yeah. Which, you know what, honestly, it was. To me, for a Disney movie, though, this is the thing, like, a Disney movie broke two cardinal rules, I, I think, in, in that one, right? Where it's like, A, um, you have someone who's like a, a princess and a prince thing. Like, it's kind of like one of those destined a fait accompli kind of things where it's like, hey, these two good-looking white people, they're a prince, they're a prince, guess what? They're going to get it together, right? And 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 they break that rule, right? Um, and the second rule is that the villain is actually not a bad looking character like i mean like you look at even like um uh say beauty and the beast like gaston wasn't ugly but you can see like you know he had the big eyebrows and stuff that made him look kind of angry and mean like hans looked like a good guy hans was good at kind of acting really nice and it's, it's just for me i was like okay like as a time to explain it to my daughter it's like yeah um, it's a political move, and oh yeah, he's talking about like murder. Like this is the thing where you're like, yeah, you had to explain that like he's not just leaving her locked up in the room. He's banking on her dying, and you're like, oh, uh, that that's a tough one to explain to your kid, man. Yeah, it's it, it's it is interesting. Um, I mean, we're gonna get in. I mean, you're talking about the you know you know two. two prince and princess being you know the white white people mm-hmm. you know the only like the the only black voices they had were or were the, the rocks right <laughs> i mean oh yeah yeah, yeah. There. actually um, no it's not all of them too it's like only two two of them are black like the only the little guy the little the little kid and the um the 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 the, the one the female troll right like yeah, that's about that it the, yeah that's it um, so it is a very, very white movie, but I mean, there but, is but then they do try to make it up. They uh, again, they do try to make it up in the second one, which is very forced. Mm. Yeah, see, I haven't seen, I haven't had a chance to see the second one because, I, Vince, I, there's a universal truth to all Disney movies. The sequ- I mean, really all movies, but really all Disney movies, the sequels almost universally suck. 
yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, okay. National Treasure Two, terrible. Lion King Two, terrible. Uh, Aladdin Two, terrible. I mean, <laughs> you could just go down right oh, down well, the line. Godfather Two, Empire Strikes Back. I mean, come on. All right. Well, I, I mean, those are. I mean, there's some ex- obviously going to be some exceptions, but. Yeah, I, I, no, I, I know where you're going with this. When it comes to Disney movies, the, the sequels are always bad. That's the reason why I've been procrastinating watching the second one, even though I, I enjoyed the first one. So my my thoughts on, on the, the first one is, is that the music is really good. Um, really? The story so, so, is, so, so I have a question about that. Outside of the first maybe half hour, what are the songs that actually stand out? Because I was like, because I, I was playing the soundtrack for my daughter, like, you know, I was just making sure, and I realized that it's so front-loaded. Like, there are no songs yeah. after a certain point where you're like, oh, crap, there aren't any songs. Like, it's like, okay, that's it. Like, after Let It Go, there's nothing yeah. else. The, o- the only song after Let It Go that's anything any good is Fixer Upper. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind, of per- it's kind of forgettable because it, Really, uh, like, I mean, it has it's no impact on it. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's just, it just kind of fits in with the rest. I, the reason why I watched this movie to begin with was because I saw Let It Go on YouTube. I, I watched the, watched the, mm-hmm. you know, I, it was one of those things where like, YouTube recommended it to me because, you know, I like musicals or whatever. Mm-hmm. I watched that. I was like, oh, well, that, you know, that's a good song, so I'm going to watch the movie. Um, but the, the the music is is fairly good. They did a good, fairly good job of, um, the, the voice acting for the, the songs was, was fairly good, even though what's what's her name that does that's Elsa? Denna Menzel. Uh, Menzel, yeah, she does Wicked. She's the she yeah she's Wicked Witch of the West. Yeah. Um, her her Alphabet. her voice is her her voice is a little uh thick. I mean, when she gets to to singing high pitch, her voice changes. It's it's a little weird. You um, know what? I don't mind it because it's like it's Broadway. Like she 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 projects yeah. like she's on Broadway. Like I mean, I don't hold it against her that. She belts it. Oh yeah, there's right? nothing she could do about it. It's just how how she hits the high notes. Yeah. How she has to do it. Um, yeah. So really, uh, th- that's really I can boil my thoughts down to the music was good, the story was pedestrian, um, for the most part. I mean, yeah, you have you can you can look at the way that you know the the, the villain the villain came out of nowhere, and that's kind of unlike any of the other, and because like I mean other in other Disney movies, Lion King, you know, scars the mm-hmm. villain. Yeah. Uh, in you know Aladdin, you know Jafar's the villain. Um, so in this one, the, the only thing that's different about this one, other than every other Disney movie, is that you don't know Hans was the villain. Um, other than that, it's still a Disney princess movie. Um, mm-hmm. There there was no uh, shock and awe that the good the good guys you know all lived at the end and had happily ever after. It's a Disney movie, of well, course. Yeah. I mean. I mean, you're not gonna have a sad movie in it, and it be a Disney movie. At least not like you know, like a animated sad movie. Um, yeah, yeah. No, but, but the, I mean, the the thing about the movie that also was a twist, like, was the fact that unlike a typical, like, I mean, anytime you think of Disney princess movies, right, you always make the assumption that it's gonna be like, and, and they live happily ever after because she's gonna find the man of her dreams or whatever, right? And in this one, it it, it kind of t- turns it on its, on its head, where it's like the girl that does try to find the man of her dreams ends up finding that it's like a bad guy and and the good guy that she ends up being with isn't overt and it's not like you know at the end of the movie whether or not they're going to be anything more than just like dating right like that, that that's it right um whereas like a lot of them like i was like I, to this day i still find it strange that in a lot of disney movies it has to end with the two people getting married like 
I, I was watching the Princess Frog. I'm not sure if you watched that. Um, it's the one where it's like it's a Disney movie where uh, it's basically the frog princess. She kisses uh, the frog. The frog's a prince, and she turns into a frog too. But it happens in the bay in the bayou, right down in Louisiana. And um, I just found it weird that at the end of the movie they both transform back from frogs to people, and they get married. And and it's just like that was really not necessary, but they had to just force that fact that hey, she got married at the end, right? Um, so this movie, Frozen, does not make that. It, it basically says, no, no, no. She, she, the, the, the queen does not find true love in so far as like a, a like a, a, a spouse. She, she finds true love in her sister, right? And her sister, uh, Anna, does not actually really get married. She might find true love, but you don't know that at the end of the movie. So I thought that was just another interesting thing where it's like very progressive for for Disney, yeah. right? I guess that is one way it, it did subvert expectations. Um, but I think it came at a kind of an era of Disney where they were trying to get away from some of the Tropes. more yeah, gender stereotypes, I guess is what they, what they were trying. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, it, every princess, you know, you, you're right. They, they, they got, they got married and then they were just, you know, the little woman at home, you know, mm-hmm. the, the uh, Aladdin, Aladdin became the Sultan. He got all the power, even though the story was about Jasmine, right? So, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I mean, same thing like Little Mermaid. He, you know, he, the, the guy's the prince. She's just, you know, gonna marry him and become his, you know, his spouse. I mean, um, where this one, it left it left all the power dynamic in the two main characters, which you know this time happened to be female, which is good. Um, you, you didn't see. Um, the the reindeer dude. What's his? What's the uh, guy? Sven or Sven or um, Sven's the Sven's the reindeer. Um. Kristoff. Um, Kristoff. 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 Kristoff is the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Um. Anyways, yeah. you know, he doesn't get married and like become king or something. So, which is <laughs> different from a lot of uh Disney movies. Yeah. Um, the like I said. The thing I enjoyed most about it was the movie. So what did the, the music? What did you? What about you, Vince? What would you? Um, what you are your what? thoughts I, on the? I, I I think that I can understand why it was such a big hit with the kids, with li- specifically little girls, right? Because mm-hmm. I, I can I can imagine countless girls can rally around this. Where it's like I don't need a man to kind of be an, a, an end goal or like the the kind of savior. Um, the fact that it was talking about sisters and sisterhood, uh, I think that was good. Like I mean. <laughs> To me, as as a father of like two daughters, I, I was like, yeah, okay, I, I can see this is really kind of good because you know it's it's something that I don't have to worry about my daughter thinking that you know she needs to have a, a man or a male figure to to kind of have value, right? So so that was one of the good things. You're right, the music was pretty catchy. Uh, I I have a video of my own little daughter when she was like two. She we actually got her a, a Elsa costume. And I had the tiara and everything. And, of course, you press this amulet in the middle of her chest and it would sing, like, let it go, let it go, right? So, of course, it never occurred to me that my kid watched the movie so damn much that she'll be singing, let it go, let it go. And then at the last time she sings, let it go, she takes her tiara and throws it, <laughs> like, just like Elsa does in the, mo- in the movie. And I'm like, Jesus, that was like a $15 tiara, man. <laughs> Why would you do that? Um, so, so it's just kind of funny that, like, she really, really felt it. And, of course, I think it's good because also you got a, a girl that – has got like you know basically she's Iceman right she's got special magic powers that I think is kind of cool because if you look at it like a lot of the other girl stories uh, the princess is just a good person right um, like you, like even Rapunzel she's got a power but it's like okay her hair is long and it kind of heals people but like Snow White doesn't have a power Cinderella doesn't have a power um, 
you know, uh, uh, all these people are, are women, and, and rightfully so, they get away, they, sorry, not get away, they get through life being smart and being kind. But this is one of those cases where, like, you got Elsa's a badass, right? And mm-hmm. she, she basically, like, takes out an entire platoon, right? And Anna has got a heart of gold. And, you know, she just, all she wants is she just wants to be loved, which, you know, you can't help but kind of feel sorry for her in that movie. But it's, it, it's just, you got both those polarities. And I can see definitely how kids would be very much, oh, yeah, that, that, that's, that's, that's my thing. And it was interesting, too. I, I just thought it would be interesting to draw attention to the fact that I actually, you know, I've done, I do some summer camps uh, on, on the side with, with kids, right? And I remember when, like, 2014 or 2013 was around, the camp counselors would be talking and they would be quoting stuff that, like, Olaf, the snowman, said, right? And the girls and the boys would both be responding to it in a very positive way. And I was like, okay, clearly Frozen is not a girl movie, right? Like, you know, if you watch Cinderella, it's not like the boys would be like, yo, man, I love Cinderella, that scene, right? Uh, it, it, it was, but but the boys actually kind of, I never thought of Olaf as like a kind of relatable character for guys. Um, if anything, it's just like this dumb sidekick. But I guess again, the innocence and the kind of niceness of, of that character uh, made it not 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 necessarily specific to a female or male genders. It was just like it's it's kind of like just good people. So I can I can definitely see the kind of appeal, mind you. Um, I'm pretty sure you would have picked up on this too because you got a musical speaking yet. So. When I first heard the sound, like just the, the, like I was watching with my kids, right? It did click because I was like, I know this voice, right? I know this voice. And then it clicked on me. I was like, that voice is the voice of the guy from the Book of Mormon. Josh Gad, who is the guy that's the voice of Olaf and has been since in a lot of other things. Um, he is the voice of Olaf. And he's also the main character in the musical by the guys that did South Park. Um, they made a musical called Book of Mormon. So... I just recognize that voice because it's very distinctive. It's like got the nasal tone, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then I was like, okay, cool. And then did you also notice the voice of the guy that plays Kristoff? Do you know who he's, he voices? Mm-mm. He's also Broadway. He's the voice of uh, King George in Hamilton. Goff? Groff? Yeah, yeah. Really? Oh, you wanna, I think I did know that. That, see, that was the thing. I was like, holy cow, is it that small a world? Because, see, I know obscure stuff about musical theater. Like, say, for example, you know that the original uh, the original voice of Mufasa in the Lion Kingdom Broadway show, uh, his name's Samuel Wright, right? Uh, he also happens to be the voice of Sebastian the Crab in the original um, movie of, uh, of Mer- Little Mermaid. So it's like just some small, weird, incestuous right. Disney kind of thing, man. While we're nerding out, the the one the... The character who voiced um, the female lion that gets with Simba in the in Lion King the movie. Is that Beyonce? <laughs> no, no. Her name her, her name is like Moira Kelly or something okay, like that. She was yeah. also in the first season of The West Wing. So. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's just crazy things, you know. Vince, I wanna I wanna talk back to you about on something you said. Like um, you said you said that this this movie kind of um says women don't need a man or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. There's one thing that kind of pro- that kind of stands out that proves that point wrong. I mean, the oh, best the trolls. Movie you see the trolls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Fixer oh. Upper song. So I know, but that, hey, that, no, but that's the thing. I would say that the Fixer Upper. Ask yourself what is the what is the focus of of that song? Because it's on one hand you could be like, is it fixing up her or is it fixing up him? Because she, he's not good enough well, for her and she's it not. Changes all, like, at the end, right? It, it kind of flips, but at the beginning, it's he's the fi- fixer, and then she's the fixer upper. Yeah, but like, you see, my, she my, ends up being engaged. 
But, but my perspective on this is that it, it's basically equally kind of saying the situation. I think that the reason why it's effective to me is because these guys are rock trolls. They've been around for like millennia, right? So that's why it's like, okay, they've got this very fixated thing about not necessarily that females are subservient to men, because that's fairly that's fairly clearly inverted. I mean, or balanced at, at least in that in that song. But it's it's very fairly clear that you know. It's it's about okay, so just get married. Like it's the kind of thing where like you, you know the second you're dating someone, your parents are like get married and I want grandkids, like that kind of thing. So that's the kind of way I saw that situation where it's like there's curmudgeonly old people. Like it's like, hey, how's your day? I passed a gallstone, like that kind of thing, right? Yeah. Well, that does make sense because they raised Kristoff, right? So um, yeah, they made a movie about basically those trolls are the same trolls that are in the movie trolls, yeah? Mm-hmm. Or is it, are those different trolls? No, 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 no. These tro- no, no. Like you're talking about like the Justin Timberlake trolls movie? No, no. no. They, they, like I thought that they made a movie with the stone, the, with the rock troll. I don't know. Uh, I, 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 I know, I know that there are movies where there are rock trolls. Um, uh, it was. Oh, I'm thinking about the creepy ass uh, Return to Oz thing, where it's like the rock troll like eats eggs and it dies or something like that. It's a creepy ass movie. Uh, just, just. If you guys have Disney Plus, look that up because that Return to Oz movie is creepy as hell. Um, it should not be for kids. Uh, and anyway, and then um, can you explain to me though why is Olaf such a popular character? I think it probably has something to do with him being adorable. Or just um, well, I mean, he, I, I don't know. He's not. He plays no real role in the film other than being. I believe. Yeah, I mean he's funny, right? And that's really the the only thing. I mean that and the the the. I mean if there was another, I mean, everyone if if you ask people who what the main song of Frozen is, everyone would probably say Let It Go. But I don't actually think that's the main song. Um, Wanna Build a Snowman is the main song of this. It's the one that appears throughout the film. Like um, yeah, um, the motif any, is there. Yep. Yeah. I, I any John about. Williams thing has the one tune that goes throughout the whole thing and, that, and let it i want to want to build a snowman is the one from this movie so that's the main thing i think that that's where Olaf is because he she he's the snowman that they want to build you know what i mean so it's the one that he, he you know he appears at the beginning you know he, he melts after or whatever um uh, elsa hits anna well, with the, the ice yeah but that's a, that's a bit back. of a plot question for me because maybe there's going to be an explanation of this I, I think my daughter was telling me that like on on disney plus there's like a a, a little short on the origins of Olaf, because to me, one question that I had was, how do they explain Olaf's existence? Like, like here's the thing: like you see them as little kids at the beginning of the movie, making and going, "Hi, my name's Olaf. I like hugs," right? But at no point does it ever explain why does Olaf exist? Because it's not like in remember the whole reason why she sings "Let It Go" and she's kind of she's getting her independence, she's on her own, and it's not like she's like, "Yo, man, you know what? While I'm out here, I'm gonna make a random snowman." And make it come to life, and it's totally abandon it, right? There's no explanation for why that snowman exists, right? And it's just like yeah. he just happens to pop up rather serendipitously, and you're just like, wait, wait, that's a pretty Deus ex machina, like just drop in some comic relief, right? Um, so, so I need that, I needed that to be a little bit more clarified because I can understand like the big marshmallow guy, the big snowman that protects the castle. That makes sense, right? Because she's got to have some muscle, right? But right. The, the, the 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 like Olaf is just like a random, right? Yeah, I think I like I said, I think it is was just comic relief, but and also the snowman thing. But I mean, because you can't have you can't have a song about a snowman and then not have a snowman, right? I mean, 
That'd be kind of breaking the rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, it doesn't really have to have a, a big plot reason. I mean, also, Vince, when Elsa is running away there at the end, before, you know, while Hans is still doing his evil kick after he's revealed himself, mm-hmm. the one that helps Anna, or Anna, um, you know, escape the, the castle yes, is... is Olaf. So Yeah. But uh, but again, I, I think that because that is a Christoph is gone at that point. Yes, uh, yes. And, and they needed some they needed somebody to help Anna who's you know at that point, you know, dying, um, to get her out of the castle and get her towards you know, Christoph, who at that point they still think is her true love or whatever. Yeah, but I also think that um if they were really good about it, they could have just made it like, Hey, look, girl power, she can do it herself, right? <laughs> like because she's, she's you know, throughout the movie, it's established that she's, like, the more headstrong. Like, she, she's going to she's gonna do it even though it's stupid. Like, you know, oh, I'm climbing up this mountain. It's like, okay, uh, you, you know, you got, like, in, one like, foot half, off the like ground. In, like, half a dress or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and, like, when she falls down into her ice, her dress freezes, and she's like, yeah, I'm just going to go straight to the store. It's like, yeah, ain't no thing. I'm going to, like, so so it's been very and, clear and there, that there happens to be a, sn- that, the, a store. There happens to just be a store out there with a sauna in it, you know. <laughs> yeah, which which brings me to my other thing about like you know if if you were Norwegian, right? Would you take any of that as offensive? Sure, it's Arendelle, right? But Arendelle, whatever. But at the end of the day, it's talking straight up. There's fjords. There's like sauna. Like the guy's name is Oaken, and he has saunas, and it's like yoo like that. Like I mean, come on, man, you can't get like more stereotypical. Like if it's like if they did something in Mulan. Actually, they did this. <laughs> I was gonna say it's like doing something in Mulan where everyone has like slanty eyes and like they're like. Like that kind of thing, but they actually do do that. So I guess uh, good job, Disney. Way to way to kind of go white racism there. <laughs> well, I mean, they always Disney has always done th- that sort of thing. I mean, with um, I mean, yeah, but after the Aladdin debacle way back in the '90s, I think they started softening up, right? Remember, like Aladdin was like, you know, uh, where they 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 well, cut your face I, for for smiling or whatever. I can't remember what it is. Well, after Aladdin, really, what they, they didn't really get better. They just changed what they did. They went to non-human characters, like uh, Lion King and cars and mm-hmm. um, you know toys and things like that. Um, they didn't really get back into the the human style characters until I don't know. Um, I can't. Like, the first. I mean, they didn't do a princess story after. Oh, Aladdin. they did like uh, no, they did like uh, Merida. Uh, what was that? Uh, Brave. Um. Yeah, <laughs> I'm saying, what other movies do they do? Brave. <laughs> That's the one they don't uh, talk about. <laughs> well, I, like, I think I think if you look it up, there would be a, quite a big gap between Aladdin and the next princess movie because of the problems that that Aladdin. Had. Now you got to. Um, I mean, obviously that's really kind of untrue because he did the Aladdin sequels, but mm-hmm. nobody really comes to Aladdin sequels because they're horrible. Um, well, anything when like during during that period with Disney where they went to do that whole straight to video BS, I think that's what kind of ruined their brand, and they kind of realized that hey man, we gotta get it together because we're falling apart, man. Well, that and they put, I mean, Pixar kind of ate their lunch until they you know purchased bought them. them so. Yeah, no, yeah. no, I I I would agree, I would agree, I would agree on that. <laughs> uh, like like all all of a sudden it was no longer Disney doing the great awesome animated stuff; it was Pixar doing Toy Story and you know uh, all that stuff. Um, Anyways, Vince, what would you uh, give Frozen for a score? You know what? I got to say, I'm, I'm a little bit torn because I, I know that everyone loves it. But I, I honestly, like, after the first 40 minutes, maybe, it, it's it's like it just kind of really 
I could fall asleep, right? Like, I mean, there's no catchy songs. So, you know, as much as everyone makes a big deal of the music, as everyone much makes a big deal, like the animation is conventional. The plot, I think, has a little bit of a fun thing to us at the end. But again, it's still like no hum. It does not get better in the sequel. I'll just say it right now. Um, mm. So I'd say I'd say a solid three and a half out of five. I all right. So if I were going to judge just the music, because um, if you're just listening to a soundtrack, it doesn't really matter if the second half is mad because there's not really a second half. I mean, you're not you're not paying attention to the plot. You're just listening to the tunes. Um, if I was just using using the music, it'd be four out of five. But I think I'm going to agree with you three and a half out of five because the plot is just I mean, yes, you're right. There are those twists and they're you know, booking conventions on what a traditional Disney movie is. Um, but even then, who cares? You know, it, <laughs> I, I mean, what what changes that? in this movie because they didn't reveal who the villain was from the beginning. I mean, was I shocked? No. I mean, was, uh, was Anna heartbroken because the woman, the guy she was, um, you know, engaged to turned out to be a villain. Not really like half, half a second later, she was making out with Kristoff, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, I mean, by, by, by that point, she'd already, you know, whatever, fallen in love with Kristoff. He, she, she'd, let him go i mean which of course she let him go because she she met him and got engaged within like 15 minutes mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean so i mean the the twists in this were they were i mean they were just there and it didn't seem consequential at all so i i, I think i'm talking myself out of three and a half i think i'm gonna go with three out of five um, I, I, I like the movie i've watched it a few times but i watch it because of the music and i usually stop watching it right after let it go so i usually you know it's usually i want something like on in the background but i'm too lazy to put on you know the 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 soundtrack so i just let the music play in the background Mm -hmm. from the movie and then stop after let it go and that'd be fine um when i'm in the mood for a disney film anyways that's uh i'll yeah i'll be honest with you man it just no spoilers here but uh if you ever get a chance to watch the second one if you thought having the parents die in this movie was kind of like whoa that that's like that's like some up territory. The first ten minutes, five minutes of up is pretty like bad, right? Like you know what I mean? Like it's it's pretty like heart wrenching. And then you see like parents die in in, in this one. Uh, when you watch the sequel, uh, Frozen Two, it's I, I honestly I don't know who the audience was meant for. Um, I would say that if if, if we were going to do another episode, it would just be like, can someone explain to me how they put together and, and to be fair i watched the show behind the show of like like how do they put the episode like there's a mini series on disney plus on how they made frozen 2 and even as a grown-up and as an as a guy who deals with computer animation as a guy who deals with uh music i i am surprised that if you were charged with making the sequel to one of the most like biggest uh hits for disney in the last god knows how long right that it seems like it was so by the seat of your pants that the plot, I mean, I want to talk to people and just say, like, did you understand what the plot was? Because I'm missing, and like, this is a Disney movie. Like, this should not be like, like, this isn't like, you know, interstellar kind of, uh, <laughs> like, like, you know, a, a Nolan movie. Like, it shouldn't be like, I don't, I need to talk to someone about the plot. This is, for, for the sequel to Frozen, there are some questions that I have. And, and maybe it's like stupid leaps of faith or just like, and it's not even stupid things like, why is there one black guy? In, like there is a black guy finally in Frozen, right? Um, but you're just like, where did this black guy come from? Because in the, in Fro- do you remember seeing any black people in Frozen One? No, not, not a single one. That, no. 
Yeah, so I'm just going to put it out there. Uh, I think that Disney kind of wanted to make up for lost time, so they were like, hey, just in case you didn't know, we had a black uh, general or a black soldier, and, uh, oh, yeah, and let's just make sure that we throw in uh, flashback scenes, and it's like, oh, yeah, there was a black person in, 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 in Arendelle, and you're like... Uh, I don't know, man. It's kind of forced, right? Well, yeah, that's a ret- that's a retcon if you ever seen one, right? Uh, so, yeah. so I th- I think the the husband and wife who wrote the music, and I think oh, the, just, yeah, the Avenue Q guys, right? They didn't want to do a sick a sequel at all. Um, oh, serious? Yeah, Disney the money wanted wasn't good enough. Well, well, okay, so th- they didn't want they thought that the the first one stand stood alone really well, which it did. I mean, mm-hmm. it had a beginning, middle, and I didn't feel like it needed a sequel. It's like doing a sequel to The Departed. I mean, <laughs> like it doesn't need a sequel. Um, so they didn't want to. They didn't want to do it. So I think Disney kind of just threw money at him and told him, "Hey, do this." I think that's probably why the reason why it's bad. But, but also the, the reason why Disney wanted a sequel is because they wanted to bring attention to the fact that Frozen's not Broadway, right? So that's where Disney's making like. Half of its money or whatever is on well, or at least be, before this. Uh, yeah. Movie. <laughs> um, you know, but, but, be, 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 before the world fell apart, it was you know, Lion King was a billion dollar show. Yeah. Aladdin ended up being a billion dollar show or whatever. Um, so I mean, that's I think that's one of the reasons why they ended up doing a sequel is because they wanted it, it was well, you like, know what? Disney is always it's all about the money. If that's the case, I can kind of see that because when they were doing the behind the scenes, I, I'm not even doing. There's like there's like a, a, a little mini arc of like so so like the the one major arc is just oh my god we gotta run to this deadline to get this movie done right so that's that so you can see all the animation studios working on all that stuff but then there's like oh we gotta record a song and for I'd say three episodes of this like mini series on the making of uh, Frozen it's like okay we really gotta get a good song um, and they go back and forth remember the, the the couple that made the music they're in New York right. So they're doing all these teleconference calls and they're flying them into like uh, I don't know like I I would assume like I don't know California probably um, so they're 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 doing all this stuff and you know I just felt I just felt that it was like it just when you see the stuff that's behind the scenes and under the hood you're like holy crap like they just said like the the executive producers basic you know what I just came up with a new idea for the story and this is how it's going to conclude can you make a new song for it and the couple in New York are like um. You're asking us now, <laughs> like, and then they have to get all these other people recording, and you're just like, what? And that's where I, that's where I noticed. I'm like, hey, that guy's the guy from Hamilton. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I'm almost, I'm almost positive. So if you in the on the soundtrack, they have like the like it's like a like a double CD or whatever. I mean, whatever they call it now that everything's digital, mm-hmm. but where the 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 husband and wife that write the, the music, they talk a little bit about how they created the songs. And mm-hmm. I'm pretty, I'm hundred percent positive. That's where I heard that they said that they didn't want to do a sequel because that's um, why, uh, yeah, it was, it was just a standalone story. Um, anyways, hmm. we, you know, we, we pulled 40 minutes out of frozen Vince. <laughs> I thought for sure we'd be done in 20. Sorry, it's, it's man. Actually a, no, no, don't apologize. It's good. I, I was going to, I just thought it was going to be a short show because I'm like, what, what's there to say? It's frozen. I mean, everybody's seen frozen. Anyways, uh, if you want to get in contact with us, you can do so. Uh, you can contact us via email at uh, the 3castshow.gmail.com is the email address. The the 3castshow at gmail.com. Well, what happened, man? Uh, I still own the URL okay. or the you know, the, the, the domain, um, but I don't have it attached to an email server. So if you email email at the3cast.com, it won't go anywhere. It'll just get a, get bounced back. Oh. Um, so it's, it's just events. Finding a finding some place and you know paying for an email server server for you know 
it just doesn't make any sense. So I just just use Gmail. It's free. Anyways, if okay. you want to follow us on Twitter, you can uh, also follow us on Twitter at the threecast. Uh, I'm at MTWB, Vince's VWHUI, Ricky, who is not here, who will hopefully join us for an episode again, one of these things. He's, he's been on like one of the last three, I think. Um, anyways, Ricky underscore one was one, like him and his 12 kids or whatever. You can also follow us on Facebook at <laughs> facebook.com slash the threecast. Um, our next episode, whenever that may be, will be Diamonds Are Forever is the last Sean Connery, James Bond film. Uh, and as we record this, Sean Connery just died like what, a week ago now? I think he died after the election or right before the election. I can't remember. Yeah, like, it, it, it's like a week, maybe a week and a half or something. It's not, it hasn't been too long ago. Um, Alex Trebek just died. Everybody's yep, yep, dying. Yep. Um, yeah. Um, anyways, on that happy note, <laughs> uh, that is it for us this time. We'll uh, see you next time.